to this podcast. I am Chris Crimson and I am joined today by the self-proclaimed best in the world, JT Price. Yes, man. Having me here. I've been wanting to do this for a while. I mean, I actually started um, in 2018. I did my first podcast when I interviewed the upcoming rapper. And from that, I just wanted to do it more and more. But during moving processes, I wasn't able to. But now, since I'm stable, well, stable, when I say stable, I mean like being able to record and all this stuff. I've been able to come back to it. So, And, I, and since you started your podcast, I, I was excited to join here. And he knows that because I was begging him at first to let me join Absolutely, and here you are. Um, made it right to the made it right to the podcast. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Me? Uh, I got a message. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry about that. My mom talks to me regularly. No problem. All right. Uh, let's see. First, in, let's see. What should we discuss first? Uh, Martha Hart. Widow. Martha yes. Hart. The widow of the late great Owen Absolutely. Hart. Uh, this woman is 110% deplorable honest opinion. She is a deplorable, hypocritical woman. Who I see as nothing but a greedy um, individual. And if you if you look at I mean if you pay attention to what she's talking about and what she's been doing lately, all this is is for money, if you want me to tell the truth. Oh absolutely that's that's all this is. Um you know, at first, I can understand like when Owen first uh, when Owen first uh, passed away. That you know, Arthur. Yeah, I wouldn't Ar- be Martha, mad. I can, yes, I can understand her being angry and whatever else, not wanting anything to do with uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. I, I get that for the first year. Um, even Vince McMahon said, you know, this happened on my watch. I'm sorry. Um, let me take care of your. Let me take care of your family. Yeah, I mean, it was offered help, but due to you know, I guess I can say from my research how Martha is. I mean, it just went into something that it shouldn't have. Oh yeah, into. she got way too greedy. She wanted to sue uh, Vince McMahon for a great sum of money that was she clearly was not going to get. Um, you know, not by him, no, of course. Not by not by <laughs> him or his company, for that matter. Um, you know, he offered he offered to help her, and she refused it and wanted more money for it. You know, fine. You know, it takes time for, for wounds to heal. She finally forgives 
uh, forg- forgives WWE for, you know, for everything that happened. Uh, still calling the Hall of Fame garbage. You know. Uh, I, I mean, on the Hall of Fame subject, I can I can respect her not wanting her husband to be put into the Hall of Fame. But being put into the Hall of Fame is one of the most prestigious things than winning a title is. I mean, if you get put in the Hall of Fame, that means... Oh, absolutely. It certainly does. It just should, It just reflects on the hard work you put in over your years of being inside the ring. Yeah. You know, she married, she married a celebrity. She should have known what she got herself yeah. into. Because for years, she didn't want anything to do with it. She wanted to stay out of the limelight. This is what happens when you... I mean, yeah, she wanted to stay out of the limelight. But as you go back and research, I mean, there's all these recordings that are t- t- taken by her voluntarily, not yep. forcefully. So, I mean, at some point, I mean, she, her accusations are kind of... Um, not all the way right in some sort because I mean she wanted to be in the spotlight too not as a wrestler but as his wife so when he died I mean I think it was a major opportunity to get something out of it oh I agree I agree you know you don't see all if you guys don't believe me make sure you go watch the dark side of the ring exactly oh I, I, I caught that I actually caught that um I actually caught that episode. Uh, you very it's very emotional episode, but it held a lot of truth. It certainly did. Um, you don't see Ultimate Warrior's wife complaining. Yeah, I mean, I have my my opinion on Ultimate Warrior was, I mean, Ultimate Warrior's wife at some sort was a young gold digger. And you and it's told by Ultimate Warrior's family. She was she was a gold digger and she was gonna leave him if he did not, you know, he was low on money. He was he only had one wrestling match in the yep. indie scene, which was versus I forgot who who he is, but he used to be you remember that um uh stable that JBL yes. had? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was his last in-ring match. And before you knew it, he was hard on money. He, he didn't have any money, and she was going to take the kids and leave them. And um, so, and you know, during all those years, you know, Ultimate Warrior wanted nothing to do with WWE. Not wrestling, but he didn't want anything right. to do with WWE due to the, you know, his claims of not fair pay, uh, untruth promises. Yeah, typical business stuff, you know. (laughs) Doesn't make it right, but it's still typical business, but anyhow. uh, uh, Back to Martha Hart. She is now coming out with t-shirts that she is making, uh, that she is having made for her husband. It's like, why wait 20 years after the fact to do this, you know, if, if it wasn't for the money? Uh, yeah, and um, her doing this, I mean, the dark, no no offense to the dark side of the ring, but uh, the dark side of the ring, it was a major opportunity for 
like like I said, it was a major opportunity for money. It was a major opportunity to get yep. back out there for people, even though wrestling fans from old or even new should know Owen Hart for what he yep. accomplished in WWE and what he did for WWE. And Dark Side of the Ring, I mean, now she's opening campaigns for her husband. She, her son's uh, looking to become a lawyer to even, he, he said he, he's trying to become a lawyer to even try to get justice for his father, even though, I mean, there's no justice for his father to be served, if you think about it, because, I mean, this was right. all resolved a couple, of, a couple of months after he passed, even though there's still some doubt. And especially in Martha's Martha's mind, but um, I would just say the man's past. I, I, I hope this doesn't come out wrong, but the man passed. He's he he accomplished great things while he was wrestling. The major, I'm not gonna lie, it, they shouldn't have pulled that stunt because that stunt, him uh, dripping from the uh, top. It was all because, as we know, during that time, that was the right. Attitude Era, which you know you had. At, even though it was it was supposed to be the Attitude Era, they still had, you know, corny joke yep. gimmicks. You know? Absolutely. And for the longest, I thought Owen Hart Owen Hart died no, as Owen the- Hart, but I soon came to realize he died as his old persona. Which yeah. I didn't realize at first. Um, I thought he, because at the time during the attitude era before his passing, he he kinda he didn't want to be involved in the attitude era because the attitude era involved people sleeping with other wrestlers' wives. It involved people, you know, turning their backs on other people. It involved storylines that didn't make any sense sometimes. I'll say sometimes because the Attitude Era was one of the best era. That's why I say sometimes. Not like it is today. The modern era, it's not bad, but it's not great, so. But, um, that's a debatable (laughs) subject. (laughs) That really is. But, yeah, she... As I said, Martha, uh, Martha Hart definitely. I loathe that woman to no end. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I just don't know. As far as I'm concerned, she is really deplorable and really two-faced about everything. So, and I have the yeah. feeling that she'll get what's coming. I have a feeling that you know, when all is said and done. Uh, <laughs> I I how to put this, but yeah. in the end, I think um, I I really don't know how to I don't I really don't know how to put this without making it sound bad. Uh, let's see. I guess let's put. I guess in the end, the ends will justify the means. You know. Um, yeah. I mean that makes sense. I mean. Martha, soon when she lost the case, I mean that should have been the end of it. I mean, to right. tell the truth, 
because we knew she wasn't going to get any money from Vince McMahon or, like you said earlier, his company. So it was no point of continuing something that was going to have no effect on anything. Except to line her pockets. And that was about it. But I have... And it's, it's crazy because I have nothing bad to say about it, but I have nothing good to right. say no, about it. No, exactly. Either. So. All the opinions on the show are just opinions on the show. They do not reflect that of Anchor or anybody else for that matter. Uh, <laughs> just, just want to put that up there. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's what I pit on when when me and Gunshot were doing our podcast. Uh, it's just just opinions. It's just reviews, results, and opinions. Exactly. Um, oh, JT, here's a name I don't know if you remember or have even heard of. Ludwig Borger. Say it on me. Ludwig Borger. Say it again. Borger. Ludwig Borger. I don't know. Uh, I don't think. <laughs> back in the early 90s was a... Finnish wrestler. Uh, Finnish wrestler. He came from Finland. Or was it Poland? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Uh, it was one of those. It was one of those two countries. And he, the character, was an anti-American heel, basically an anti-American heel. But there are stories going around now that he really lived that life. So he was so the gimmick that he portrayed in the ring was a um what did you say it was anti-American he was he's a neo the the, the he, character's neo-Nazi uh racist type character. Okay. That's exactly what he was in real life. Oh, so it's true. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I think on one of his legs he had a SS tattoo. For those of you who know what that is, that's a mm-hmm. mark from Germany from World War II. Uh, the Schwast. Um, yeah, I know what that is. Right. But, um, I know about that. He had one of those tattooed onto his leg. And, of course, when he was when he was wrestling in the Independence, he always wore short boots. The boots didn't come up as high. He didn't wear, like, tall boots. He wore short boots, which exposed said tattoo mm-hmm. uh, when he came to WWE they made him wear taller boots oh. and put tape over his you know over his tattoos so he wouldn't so he wouldn't be classified mm-hmm. as you know anything that WWE stood for um, and of course yeah I mean but, but as we know as some of us know in the wrestling business there are some wrestlers that did it for one reason money and the entertainment, and there were some wrestlers that took their wrestling yeah, persona like to Rick Flair was one of them that lived his Uh-oh. that lived his uh, his gimmick. Like the Nature yep. Boy, he lived that, and he yep. still lives it uh, today. He's riding, he's riding in limousine. He's 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 in jet. I mean, even though he's been in many yeah, plane crashes, <laughs> still riding in jets. Um, yeah. The late ravishing Rick Rude. Another guy who took his gimmick uh, to her life. Yeah. The ladies wanted him, but he was still oh, yeah. a force to be reckoned with. But, uh, yeah, Luke. So, even though 
the way he passed, he passed too early. Ric Flair was one of my yeah. favorite. <laughs> Like, when I found out about it, it was crazy. I mean, when I found out how it happened, because I mean, the man yeah. passed away in the bathroom. Nobody must have oh, passed Look away. at Brian Pillman. He uh, he passed away. He yeah, only goes Brian to the hotel room before the show. So that's uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that was pretty tragic. But Ludwig Borgo, um, I guess if you didn't meet a certain criteria. In his eyes, he didn't particularly care for you. Uh, <laughs> so he, so yeah, so the, <laughs> so the character that you see or that you saw in the ring uh, was really the way he really lived. He was also a UFC fighter too uh, for a while. I'm not gonna lie. I like. I used to watch. Uh, I I used to watch the, uh, UFC like back then. I mean, I watch it still today, but back then it was like we didn't—you didn't have gloves. I mean, you had either—you either wore a karate suit to the octagon, or you wore some boots and some trunks, and that's how we—and that's how you fought. You didn't have no gloves. You fought yep, with your bare hands exactly. sometimes. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Uh. <laughs> I did too. That's why I brought up you. Uh, oh man! I oh wow! This train's getting derailed pretty quick. Um, yeah, he was definitely. So uh, yeah, did we cover yeah, the Martha story? Borgo was definitely one of my favorite heels, but now I'm now I'm having second thoughts about mm-hmm. it because after finding out, you know, almost thirty years later, what you know, what he what he was really like outside the ring. Yeah, yeah he's not exactly one of my favorites anymore um, yeah yeah and it's like that with most wrestlers I mean it's like that with most wrestlers I mean Randy Orton I mean he's he's a nice guy I mean but at, at the same time I mean he's still uh, I can't I don't like saying right. we're a-hole at some time, but you know exactly um, I mean and it's funny because now we know Randy, you know Randy Orton can never go face again. And if he does, I don't know how WWE's going to set that up. I just uh, want to bring that up. Because that that heel turn on Edge yeah, did it for definitely. Randy. Definitely. I rather I would I would have rather seen them be in the tag team to be honest. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean that's <laughs> going off topic again. Uh, <laughs> wrestling, the wrestling business has changed quite so much over the years. Uh, I personally think yeah. that when the WWE turned to PG era, that's when everything started going downhill. You know, not that I was ever yeah. a John Cena fan, but I loved his Doctor of Thugonomics gimmick. Uh, yeah, I mean the man could cut the promo. Oh, yeah. I ain't gonna lie about he knew that. How to, he knew how to work the mic and he knew how to work it well. Uh, but when it went to when it yeah. went to the PG era, that's when it all started going downhill. Yeah, I mean I was never a fan of John Cena. The reason why is because during the PG era, 
they he was the superhero. He was the all American yep. hope. John Cena should have been the bad yeah, guy in my opinion. He should have been that bad. He should have been that sixteen time bad. Well, they wouldn't guy let him do it because of his, his contributions to Make a Wish. It's, it's yeah. all his, all his uh, granting wishes for the sick children. Uh, he's got probably the most out of mm-hmm. the whole roster combined uh, as far as making wood. I think him and Mark Henry go hand in hand. In yeah, that, I think I think, I think so. Uh, that's why they wouldn't let. That's why they won't let Cena turn heel, or they wouldn't let him turn heel for that reason. Um, but I don't know. You got guys like Brock Lesnar, who are. I'm not gonna lie. I can't. He's a great wrestler. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna put that flat out on the table. Brock Lesnar is a great wrestler, but he's a paper champion. He he's he hasn't had a match on on the roster that he is proclaimed to be in, such as Raw. He hasn't had a match on the card, on Raw. He's only had matches on pay-per-view. He hasn't had a match on the roster in 15 years, well, remember, if I'm not correct. He is, 15 he to is seven years. He's a little lapdog, so whatever Vince do is what he's going to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, but you know, he has... He he's mo he has creative control more than any WWE superstar on the on the right, roster right. in WWE today. He has he has more creative control than the creative directors well, of WWE. It's crazy. This. If you were to run a company mm-hmm. and you were to hire Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. would you tell him no? You can't have yeah. any control over your character. Yeah. To tell the truth, I would I would not tell him that. Purpose yeah, is because exactly. I'm scared of him. <laughs> Second is because he's too popular exactly. and he's too valuable. Both, both <laughs> the first thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the first thing mostly. I'll definitely not go up to Brock and say, hey, Brock, come work for me. I got ideas for your character. You want complete control? Go ahead. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, take it. I mean, you can you can even have my I'm seat in the office, office if you want. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bothering you, man. Exactly. <laughs> um, Undertaker, been around forever. Uh, He's the stepman, and Undertaker is my first favorite wrestler because because, and as I put, he. I mean, even though. The decisions that he has made with um, Vince McMahon, I haven't seen eye to eye to it, but I mean, hey, that's Undertaker. Undertaker is a stepping stone. He's really the cornerstone, not stepping stone. Cornerstone of the company. (laughs) Cornerstone of the company. So, um, He's been through a lot, and as we know, he he um, now yep. is doing a documentary 
of his career, which we never thought we would see because, you know, Undertaker, he's, he will let you know straight up he's going to stay in character yep. in kayfabe if he has to, as long as he has to. But now he's finally, um, I mean, now he's actually, has he has a whole documentary. I think he's, yeah, three episodes now. I wonder when episode four I got. I, I, I have to catch episodes two or three. I didn't catch episodes two or three. I saw the first one. It was amazing to watch what he's got to go through. Yeah, we all know uh, that match. Um, with um, I think it was Undertaker, and I mean not why we yeah. have a match with him. So that match with Roman Reigns, he was not even supposed to wrestle yeah. that match. Actually, he has had a match with himself. Undertaker versus... Oh, yeah, he has. I thought it was was great stuff, man. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it it, it wasn't bad at all. I'm going to say that first. First, It was was not bad. It was not bad. I thought it was going to be terrible because how are we going to have two Undertaker's faces? Yeah, but it was, it was not terrible. Like I said, that's when, that's when it was good. That's that's when the stuff was good. It wasn't perfect, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was yeah, something but, that you wanted um, to see. But yeah, Taker is now locked into a long-term contract with Vince. He'll be there to East. 30 years old. <laughs> what was that? Just wanted to put that out there. 13 years, actually. Yep. A 13-year contract. Vince has which, which is <laughs> For a 55-year-old. He's going to be in the company. It, it, can Is he going to outlive Vince McMahon with his contract? I mean, that's 13 know. years. Man. You never know. I mean, yeah, nope. you never know with the Drew Gulak thing. has made a return to WWE. After, after re after yep, and uh, after re-signing, oh, go ahead, my bad. A contract the day after he got fired, which was right after his last match with Daniel Daniel Bryan. Uh, it's good. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a fan of Drew Gulak. I was a fan of him when he had the cruiserweight championship, but now that he's old, isn't he a light heavyweight in some sort? Or is he still in the might be a light heavyweight right? now. I don't know. Yeah, because they move you up in the roster when you become a light heavyweight, or or either they just move you up in the roster. Because that's how that's how Buddy Murphy is. I mean, he's still a cruiserweight, but you know he's on the main roster, which I think he should be used better. But as we know from reports and creator's decision he is never going to be what most fans want him to be even though i am liking the disciple version of him and now that we got austin theory which i don't like him but it was a it was funny because i liked austin theory up until he joined seth rollins (laughs) yeah yeah him with andrade and i like them i like i liked him when he was in nxt Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's the thing. His last match was with Tyler Breeze, and he lost. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I love what they're doing with Tyler Breeze. 
in my words, I don't care what anybody says, I think he deserves it. Exactly. Finn Balor's in the better place, too. Yeah. I mean, they bringing him back to NXT. Let's get on this NXT thing. The only person I do not want to see in NXT, Raw, or SmackDown is Charlotte Flair. I'm sorry. I've gotten, I've, she's gotten too out of hand. I mean, the situation. As long with as her she's a player, she'll be in the hand. business. That's just the way it goes with the players. <laughs> as long as. As long as she has yep. blonde hair, exactly. she's going to be in the business. Forget her skills. As long <laughs> as she's got the blonde hair, she'll be in the business. Um, as long as her voice is still able to say woo exactly. <laughs> she's, in, she's um, in there undisputed era maybe losing Adam Cole because his contract is up I think in August um, it is mm-hmm. right now unclear whether he will sign uh, should I say resign or go join the elite I think he will resign though I mean he's had everything he's wanted in NXT, so I think he will re-sign, but I, one thing I do not want him to do, I do not want him to go to the main roster. He's just, I just, I, I, I just don't see him being ready, and I don't want him to be ready to go to the main roster, because we know what happens to majority of popular yep. superstars in NXT when they go to they get buried. A, a Raw or SmackDown. They get buried, or if you're a tag team, you get what is called now the Ascension Effect, even though I love the Ascension Night, and I still do. The Ascension. Don't get If you're a tag team, do not get no, the Ascension you can, you Effect. You uh, get the hashtag FTR Effect. Yeah. The revival <laughs> gone over to AEW, yeah. which I think was a very part of Which was there. Yep. Very Which was the best decision. Uh, but yeah, if Adam Cole, I dread that if Adam, I'm kind of hoping he doesn't resign with NXT because he's gotten too good for NXT. In my yeah, yeah, um, that's what that's what I meant by um him not that's that's what I meant by um him having right. everything he um, ever wanted. But I also NXT. think you know once you get everything you want, there's nothing left to take. Um, and there's nothing else the creative team can do because I mean, what are we? What are we going to do with him? I mean, he's done everything. He's the longest exactly. reigning um, NXT champion. There's only one place he can go. What are we going to do? The main roster, and I dread that. I dread him going up there. Um, that's why I hope he goes back to the elite, uh, which means he'll go over to AEW and join his wife as well, uh, Britt Baker. I. I think it's his wife yeah with and did you know that um Britt baker can come to raw be in the crowd be take a picture record there but you adam cole cannot go yeah, to that's, aew that's, and that's do anything the his contract. <laughs> uh, that and that and that may um be the reason why he might go to a- AEW uh, would, for a relationship sure. and I hope he takes the ghoul Renee Young with him <laughs> we don't need her here either. yeah um. <laughs> I, I, I can't I'm not I'm not saying this in a bad way 
I'm trying to say this in a good way as possible, but I cannot Renee really Young. stand Renee. Yeah, Young. she's another one that you know they should have gotten rid of. They should have. But I'm glad. I'm glad she's not on commentary tonight. I'm glad about that. That was the best thing because just think if 2K pit her on the. Commentary. I think I would find a way oh to have my, my Russell Stewart chair at her. <laughs> Find the glitch, exactly. or find the glitch, uh, something. Yeah, so that about st- that's where that stands with Adam Cole anyway. Right now, he's kind yeah. of undecided. Uh, but if he does happen to go to AEW, what would happen to the Undisputed Era? There really isn't anybody in NXT that could take over Adam Cole's spot, except for Finn Balor. Um, yeah, Finn so Balor, yeah, he can. I mean, um, I mean, I predicted it multiple times that that's what that's what he was going to do because as we know a, him and Adam Cole have history New Japan you know Ring of Honor all that well Finn Balor was never in Ring of Honor right. and if he was he wasn't there long Adam Cole was a big super, big star in it, Ring uh, of Honor but uh yeah New Japan mostly and the indie scene that was but you know that's crazy though. Finn Balor was never an indie scene superstar. I mean, he really, he was really down with exactly. the major. Yeah. Well, people took a liking to him when he hit when he hit he was in, and when he hit the main roster. He was pretty really popular. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was because of the demon persona. That's why. I mean that was just my opinion, but the but now him being yep. the prince now the new look that that's even oh, better I I in my agree. opinion. Um, I who I want on NXT who that's on the main roster I want Kevin Owens back on there and I want Sami Zayn back on there. Interesting. Even. But I do think Kevin Owens could should get a major title run again in NXT and in the main roster. That's just my opinion. Sammy, I just see him if he goes back to NXT. I mean, we could either see a face or still stay heel. I mean, I, I even though. Um, I gotta look into why he's not able to compete. I never got, uh, I never looked into it. So, I don't know if you did or not. But I gotta look into it to why I don't he's know if not that's available to wrestle. situation. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that was my first thought. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, that was my first opinion on why. But, uh, it, you know, I mean, I'm glad they brought fans back, even though I think those fans should have a chair to sit in. I mean, they got to stand up for three hours straight. It's that just on live television. That's crazy. Now. Yeah, I, I mean, that's probably why the chairs are not available. But at the same time, I mean, come on, that's- standing up for three hours. Chanting and booing. I mean, we're not <laughs> at a best for sure. Here. Uh, but you know, like I said, it's that social distancing thing, and it's also because they have to operate at twenty-five percent of the capacity that they normally would. Yeah. Um, and 
and that makes that mm. that makes it tough. But you know, yeah. that's just the way that goes. But when I think about all my opinions, I come to myself and I say, "Hey, I don't own WWE." So <laughs> what True. should I do about True. it? True. Uh, uh, all I'm all I'm really focusing on is here on Anchor That's about and what I'm focused YouTube on. right now. Yeah, I'm busy focusing on uh on my on my own stuff on YouTube there as well as here on Anchor and like a. Yeah, and getting a title shot on your show. <laughs> Absolutely. Just one. <laughs> um, we have so much going on uh, on the KKWE network. It's just out of control. Yeah. I want to take a moment to thank this man here because I haven't been, and I'm going to say this because of this outfit, I haven't been the best of friends to this man here, but he's always gave, given me the right opinions and the right to do whatever I want and be however I want, even though he does have rules. I mean, I've always seen him as the go-to guy, not when I'm in trouble, but even if I'm not in trouble, I mean, he's been a, he's been one of my best friends, his wife too, that they've been like brother and sister to me. I call them that all the time. I try to stay in touch as, in touch with them as much as I can. I know I'm taking minutes off of the podcast, but I'm going to say this right now because it's, I really appreciate you oh, for being my no friend. <laughs> and uh, it's like I told you from day one, I like helping out other people. And you, and uh, like yeah, like he's about to say, he only helps you if you help him. He's going to help you if you help him. In some sorts, I don't know if that's what he was going to say, but that's yeah, I, I, that's what know, I remember him telling me one time. Exactly, he's going to support uh, you if you support together as one, and that's the way it goes. And I thank you for that. And I thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. I mean, you—that's my full opinion. You've been one of the best per- people I've known since I've been friends with other people. And I don't, and I, I don't Neither associate do I actually with a lot of <laughs> Basically, what you see so. in my chat is basically all I associate with, more or less on one basis or another. <laughs> but yeah, even though sometimes most of those people say stupid things, I mean, he still just keeps going because he realizes he has something big to accomplish, and I see him Thank accomplishing. You. And that one be there right, right along the way. And you're heading in that same direction. Just keep up the good work and keep fighting. That's all. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I just cut oh, off some fine. minutes that's there. Fine. I was gave you appreciation <laughs> award, right? The foot NASA award, but you know that's another that get another story. Um, <laughs> That's another story. Uh, like I said, that's yet another story. Um, <laughs> I wow, I yeah. The train is left. Uh, the, the train left the depot some time ago. Uh, I can't remember if there was anything else I we needed to touch on. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we can we can touch on the uh, 
if well, my opinion you if you want to we touch on the new signees of AEW because I mean as we know Brian Cage signed with them which was which wasn't a shocker to me because I've always predicted that he he was actually I thought he was actually going to be the first person to sign with oh yeah Brian Cage yeah I thought he was going to be the first person to sign with them. And now that they have Taz, I mean, Taz was all elite as soon as they started. But, and when I say all elite, I mean, Taz signed with them as soon as they got their company started. So, and now Taz, he's great on the mic. He's great doing promos, great wrestler, even though I'm pretty sure he can't wrestle anymore. (laughs) He's getting that. (laughs) But, um, the role that he's playing right now is great, so. I think they still have Iron Anderson over there, Tully Blanchard. Uh, yeah. Tully Blanchard really looks does. so different. He really does. Uh, He's the only one in the Four Horsemen that no, looks you, totally you're not different. Wrong. I'm sorry. Iron Anderson still looks like he did 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's due to all, you know... When you get older, I mean, all that weight, no, all that muscle, not gonna stay with you, unless you're doing something <laughs> that I've never Vince heard of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I Vince is in good shape, <laughs> but I mean, I <laughs> wonder uh, why. Uh, I really haven't been keeping up with the EW, although I'd like to. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you. All I know is that Brian Cage signed with them, and Matt Hardy is is oh, yeah, he's really, really elite. him and Chris Jericho work great together over there. Um, yeah, I want to see Jeff over there, but they, I, I'm this is my opinion. They're not going to use no. Jeff right if he's over there. I don't think Jeff uses. They're not going to use him right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that. I mean, I mean, it's funny how they're making they're making his DUI history his character right now. I mean, every time he gets, every time he loses a match or wins a match, somebody brings up the DUI. Somebody brings up how many times he's been arrested. Somebody brings up is he drunk. Somebody brings up is he you know, coherent. That's... I mean. The man, everybody has their faults, and what he's done, I mean, he's got himself together, even though we know he's still, I'm pretty sure he's still drinking, probably, but when when Jeff wants something done, he's going to do it, or at least try to, so that's the whole reason he came back, and WWE has let him come back, I mean, because... Who want who 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 wants to decline the care exactly. the care manic, enigma? Who who wants to deny that name? The fans love him, even though they're not in the crowd or not as much as him. But when he was there, I mean, the pop was crazy. You hear that? You hear that theme song? Oh, you know that's Jeff Hardy. Yep. You know something amazing's about to happen. Didn't know I who he's working with in the ring. Oh. <laughs> World, and when it was WWF World Wrestling Federation, they were, they were. Yeah, I mean, some people don't know this, but um, he was yep. uh, wrestling in the golden era. He wasn't just wrestling when it was the Attitude Era. 
I mean, even though they were more yep. popular when the Attitude they, Era came they, along. When they started out with the World Wrestling Federation, they yeah. were kind of rockers-ish. Yeah, yeah, they were like, uh, yeah, Shawn Michaels and, uh, yeah, they were, they, they were actually them. They had, they basically, they had the same the attires. They were both high flyers. Was really the I mean, nobody. T- yeah, they didn't at at that time. But when that TL, I mean TLC, if you think about it, is basically yep. uh, Jeff Hardy. Edge, the Dudleys—that's yep, their thing. They made that. They revolutionized real. wrestling by doing TLC matches. Um, we don't see that often because we know that that's that a, that's, a, that's a career. That's a career-ending match. The TLC. Yeah, that. <laughs> and and I, you, Jeff has put his body on the line as m- more than any WWE superstar. Besides wrestlers that have passed, Jeff Hart, the only guy that I know that's like in his mid to late, uh, into the like his mid forties, that can still do a swanton bump. Forty, yeah. And off the ladder, if you wanted him to do something similar to that, and that was uh, Chris Jericho when he fought Bray Wyatt in the cage. At the time, he was 50 yeah, years old, doing a moonsault yeah. from the top of the cage onto onto Bray onto Bray Wyatt. I... Yeah, we know last year um, Jericho had a it was it wasn't uh, it wasn't a, a brought up you know how you would have a regular celebration, but his career was celebrated because I mean the man is like you said you know 50 it's something like that. It, it, I, I'm pretty sure he's close to it. I'm pretty sure he's either late forties or yeah. in his fifties. So um, I'm pretty sure he's in his fifties because I mean, when he was forty, I mean, he was still in WWE, and then moving on to the uh, indie scene. I mean, soon as soon as Jericho left. Um, as soon as Jericho left WWE, New Japan knew they had to get him. It was like snap, just like that, because Kenny Omega needed somebody yep. that would push him that. to the limits. Yeah, and he's still doing it today. Chris Jericho, it's I mean, when he when he finally laces up his boots, even though WWE probably won't let it happen, I see oh, yeah. him as a WWE Hall of Famer. They let him come back on Raw 25th, even though he's even though he's with their rival company. The only reason they let him come back actually on Raw 25th anniversary is because he was still with New Japan, yeah. and they, they haven't had. They've always had problems. a good business relationship. So, that's the, that's the only reason he came back because, as we know, back in the day, New Japan and WWE they were like they were like. If I, I know you guys can't see me, but I'm putting my hands together like they collided in a good way because, I mean, we had Stan Hansen, we had Rick Flair, we had Hulk Hogan that came back and forth from New Japan. And, uh, we had Andre the Giant that came back and forth from New Japan and WWE. 
they it was allowed back then it, because they had a good personal business i mean i'm not saying that they don't now but um you yep. know we all know new japan is bigger now exactly but it was they were they were great companies back then um so yeah one uh one, what else was about to say I was about to say um yes Nia Jax <laughs> WWE ooh. WWE it, she I, I think she's finally broke the ice uh I think they're finally yeah, about to let her go fine. <laughs> because <Yep>. she injured <laughs> Kyrie Sane. another name on the long list of people that she's injured. Tamina is almost the same size as her. Which, she which, isn't injuring everybody. Which is surprising. What the heck, Nia Jax? She was, she was small. But... Yeah. She was, yeah, she was smart, but she yes. played the manager role most of the time. And she doesn't have, even though she's the daughter of Jimmy Snooker, you think she would have the best wrestling experience of all, but she doesn't. Even today, she doesn't yep. because she was mostly the manager role. And when AJ Lee got fired, let go, I mean, she wasn't doing anything. And when WWE started, that when they stopped becoming divas and becoming women's wrestling, she was just yep. put as another manager for Naomi. So she didn't, she wasn't in the ring. But, but she still, but her not having the best wrestling experience, nope. I mean, she isn't going around injuring people, breaking their arm, breaking their shoulder breaking their yeah. face. <laughs> Becky Lynch can tell no you that. No longer the man, but the mom, Becky Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we threw that title out the window. I'm going to make a joke that I had from one of my friends. Seth Rollins ruined... If you want to think about it, he ruined her career. Okay. Because no, it it's it's meant to be a joke. Oh, I forgot what he man, said. I forgot what Gunshot said. He actually man, made the joke. Man pregnant or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or something. It was he, and then he said something that, like he I, Seth Rollins ruined somebody some ruined somebody else's career, and then he was like Seth Rollins ruins Becky's career oh, because right. now uh, she's Finn, not the champion. I think champion. Finn Balor was the other one. Yeah, yeah, he said, yeah, because he injured Finn Balor, which yep. cost him only one day so as a champion. And he ruined Becky because, I mean, yeah. we know what he did to it. We know how <laughs> that's too, that's, that's too, uh... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the joke that he told me. <laughs> I wasn't going to say the word that he said, so I just wanted to try to make it as easy as that possible. That was, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it was funny when he said it, but I'm not going to say the word. Um, everybody knows me, I mean, even though I'm old. Okay. Yeah, two career he screwed yep. up. 
<laughs> in their prime. Well, we're going to get out of here for now. I'm <laughs> not even Yep, I mean, we hit the 50. Absolutely. 51 minutes, Mark. Like almost now. I'm going to do another podcast, but if I do, I never follow through because I'm just that lazy. <laughs> but we will be back again at some point with another <laughs> company. I mean, yeah. I was supposed to be I was supposed to be doing a podcast with Brink and Gunshot two days ago, three days ago, four days ago. I've let a week go by without doing podcasts that I was supposed to do because as as you as on um my podcast I'm reviewing I haven't reviewed Raw yet. I think I'm reviewing SmackDown NXT and uh two oh five live because you know two oh five live has moved to NXT even though they have their own show on Fridays as well. But um even though I don't get that that's the stupidest thing WWE has done in a minute. It, it, it doesn't make sense that you have the, N- the uh, NXT Cruiserweight no. title. That doesn't make sense. But I'm liking this new pay-per-view. Yeah, it's supposed to be a take off of WWE in your house. Oh, uh, before we end, we got to talk about this. Uh, we got to talk about this rumor of them bringing what? back WCW. They're talking about back WCW? That's a thing? Wow. It's, it's a rumor. It's it's a rumor. I hope not. <laughs> I, I, if they bring it back, I mean, they're gonna have to come up with some major creative ideas because I mean, all those wrestlers that are on that were on WCW are not even not well, alive or not able to wrestle. So I don't know. Enough said. They should. I I think ECW. Should, ECW wasn't bad until 2010. <laughs> I like it better, but Heyman owned it. <laughs> when, but yeah, it's funny how they say Heyman, um, Paul Heyman, and Eric Bischoff are running Raw and SmackDown when Eric Bischoff is really fired from WWE. Jordan. So I don't get how that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's home and he's better than ever. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get out of here. I'd like to thank again uh, JT Price for joining us today on Crimson and Company, uh, and we'll be back soon. So of course, be good to yourselves and each other, and of course, stay safe and don't forget to hashtag wash your damn hands. We're out of here. Peace out. Goodbye, all.